0: Hi, I'm Ben.
1: And I'm Thomas, and you're listening to The Average Average Smart Smart Guys Podcast.
0: Podcast. Your wholesome and nerdy show
1: where we'll discuss recent events, movies, and philosophy. Alright, welcome back to The Average Smart Guys Podcast. If you haven't already, then please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Uh, You can also find us at averagesmartguys.wordpress.com where you can follow our blog and latest broadcasts. Uh, All right, Ben, so uh, what's our topic for tonight?
0: So being our first Christmas, we've been trying to figure out what we're going to do. We wanted to kind of have a little bit of fun with it. We didn't necessarily want to jump in and just do strictly something Christmassy, because I feel like that's kind of, you know, everyone does something Christmassy. So for this year, uh, we want to kind of make a tradition. So we decided to do uh, kind of a recap of the year. So we're going to talk about 2016. Anything you know, from hit movies to historical changing events. Uh, we're going to recap this year with you guys, and we hope you guys enjoy it. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. So Thomas, uh, you know, before we actually get into you know specific events or anything like that happened, I know uh, 2016 was a big year for both of us. Uh, myself, uh, I got married, uh, which is
1: awesome. I have a beautiful wife, so I'm pretty happy about that. That was kind of my big thing. Thomas, what about you? Uh, my wife and I, we had our first child uh, back in April, and uh, fatherhood has been amazing. We, we we both love being parents, and we're excited about celebrating uh, his first Christmas together. This be our third Christmas. I'm sure you and, and your wife are excited about your first Christmas together too, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. We've, uh, I would already say, gone full out. She is more Christmassy-oriented, I guess you could say. She... You know, she like literally the day after Thanksgiving. She's like, "All right, we're gonna play Christmas music," and I'm like, "Uh, it's still Thanksgiving in my mind." So, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how I felt.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I break for for my wife, and we put the Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving every year. So, I'm one of those shame, guys.
0: Shame, shame, Thomas. I, 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 can't, I can't approve of that. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, so it's been a pretty big year. Um, I know for other things going on, uh, movies this year. Uh, have just thoroughly enjoyed we had a lot of good movies um obviously if you're a nerd you're going to say marvel movies such as civil war um if you're a comic person as well i mean you obviously would say batman versus superman um i want to start off thomas i don't know what was your biggest hit or biggest movie that you thoroughly enjoyed uh this year for 2016
1: um well so far i mean i I'll, I'll, I'll add this for our listeners and for you that's really hard to get out and watch movies. Uh, now that I have a child, uh, we have to we have to make so much planning to, to, to go even watch a movie. Um, if my wife and I want to go watch a movie, if you and I want to go watch a movie, Ben, I just leave the kid with with my wife and we're good. Uh, and but, she's she's a sweetheart. And lets me do that. that. Seems like kind of like cheating. But, uh, you just
0: leave your kid. At, you're just like, oh, I'm going out <laughs> with Ben. See you later. See you later.
1: Yeah, that's kind of how it works sometimes, and sometimes she gets a little jealous, but you know, it is what it is. She doesn't like watching movies, and so I kind of need a best friend to, to go enjoy movies with. <laughs>
0: no, I, I understand.
1: Uh, yeah, but I guess my favorite movie so far, uh, at the point of this recording, uh, of movies that came out in 2016, my favorite was Doctor Strange, you know, the the latest Marvel movie to come out. Okay. Uh, I think it was one of the best Marvel movies that they've uh, produced lately. Uh, just I felt there was story, there was action, there was comedy. And so for me, that was the best movie uh, of Marvel thus far. And I think out of the 2016 movies as well.
0: Hmm. That's that's a, that's a pretty big, uh, tall order to say that, that that movie was the best movie. And I, I, I will give it to you. I think... Uh... Doctor Strange had a lot of good qualities. You know, we got to see that together. Uh, one of the things I thoroughly enjoyed is, I know a lot of people don't see 3D movies. That was probably my favorite 3D movie of the year. It actually mattered to see in 3D. Um, it was oh, yeah. quite enjoyable. Cinematography, good storyline. Um, just great overall movie. I,
1: I, I think... Yeah, like, don't, some movies, they, they, they hype up the 3D, and it's just... It's cool, you know? But this movie, the 3D... Actually, played a factor into watching the film. It made sense to watch it in three D. Um, I know you mentioned it when we left the theater that night, and I think I agree that I don't know if watching it in two D will be as enjoyable uh, for for the visual effects of it. Uh, but it's still overall, I think, good movie.
0: Yep, you gotta get a three D TV like me, man. That's how you do it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, get all those diapers paid for. um yeah. I see. For, I guess, the biggest movie that I, I enjoyed, um, I mean, there was a lot of good movies. We had Civil War. Thoroughly enjoyed that. That was great. Great Marvel movie. Um, but honestly, and don't shoot me on this, but one of my favorite and probably my, I guess, unexpected movies I wasn't expecting to do well was Zootopia, which I know is a kid's movie. So everyone who just said that's a kid's movie, it, it, it was a great movie. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. It, we saw the trailers; it looks semi funny, but then you actually see it, and this is the concepts behind it. Um, great, great storyline. I thought it was very original. I eh, mean, not that original, but it was just a great storyline. Lots of fun, lots of comedy. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I actually saw that on the way on on my flight to the my honeymoon destination. We actually, I actually watched that movie. I was very <laughs> thrilled um, watching. Oh yeah. That. And what's funny yeah, is like...
1: That, that sets up the, the honeymoon for you, huh?
0: Yeah. Just watching that, It was funny because, you know, every, we're sitting in business class and everyone like can watch whatever movie they want, you know, and people are watching like The Reverend or The Reverend and all these other movies, which I... It's on my list of, of good movies. But here I am, uh, 20, 25, 26-year-old adult, I don't even know how old I am anymore, and I'm watching Zootopia <laughs> and everyone's just like, uh, okay... Um, but yeah, that was that was actually my, my favorite movie. Now, on the flip side of that, uh, some of the worst movies I thought for this year, um, maybe not worst movies, but biggest blunders, I would say, um, from a comic standpoint, got to be uh, Batman versus Superman. I mean, unless you went a straight-up action story, which that's what it was, I felt like it had a lot to be desired, and I was really hyped up to the point of Uh, what is this actually about? Like, everyone was expecting something much bigger, and it wasn't there. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I... um, This is one of those movies that I felt like one the hype of it, Uh, but then two. That there were too many moving parts in it. Uh, They were all trying to get to one point, and it had all these... These these moving things to set up. I mean, uh, DC's kind of trying to do what Marvel has done in the the in the movie their cinematic universe. The one that I like about Marvel doing it is that they tend to set up uh, the superheroes in their individual movies, and then they bring them together. And what DC did for this was set up uh, multiple uh, heroes in one. Now, of course, uh, Superman already had man of steel. Uh, so he already had some of his, his, uh, set already, but this, this Batman is different from the dark Knight. It's not the same. doesn't flow from the dark Knight, is my understanding. Uh, but then you had wonder woman introduced. She actually was, um, uh, one of the main characters in this one. Uh, and then you also see the flash, you see, Aquaman. Uh, you see, what is it? Cyborg? Is that his name? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, but you only see like two seconds of them. That You see files like Batman's files of them. Uh, and you're. And now we're looking forward to uh, the Justice League movie and some of them are going to have individual movies coming out. And so mm-hmm. uh, there's just too much in there. And so there was no real development. There was no drawing me in, taking me along, climax, uh, and then coming down well, and all that stuff
0: one thing a lot of people did and I eventually did the same thing and I think I, I, think I bought it because that's the only way I can think about this is the movie itself if you watch the movie in theaters a lot of people were unhappy because I felt like there was some gaps there was just some jumps there was jumps first of all there was so many storylines that are intertangled but there was also some gaps of how certain thoughts were coming across so you know these people were angry with Superman why were they angry da 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 and you had some knowledge but you weren't 100% sure of every single little aspect and I got to watch the director's cut, which was actually immensely that helped. So that's why I won't say it was the biggest blunder of the year. But it definitely, prior to this, the director's cut, I honestly, there was a lot of things that I felt like were missing. It was hyped up really bad. Um, that So that's what I kind of consider, it was kind of a blunder. Uh, right. of A top movie. I mean, I'm not going to go to... the the B movie list and say, well, that was a blunder. I mean, I had no expectations for a B movie. (laughs) I had expectations for an A movie. So
1: yeah. What about you, Thomas? Yeah. This wasn't one of my favorites. I'll say that. Um, But it did, it did disappoint, but I I also highly enjoyed it still. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a nerd. I love superhero stuff. Uh, Everything about it. I mean, not everything about it, but I enjoyed enough of it that it's on my Christmas list and I look forward to rewatching it. And I think you make a good point with with any movies. I do this all the time, or even um, some games. Like the story, the first time you play or watch it, you're like you didn't catch a lot. But the more you watch yep. it, or the more you read it, the more you play it, whatever it is. When it comes to a story, the more you catch. And so I think that's a good thing. And especially the director's cut tends to help that. Uh. You know, most of the movies I watched that I can remember right now, uh, they were all good in their own way. Uh, like I think Batman versus Superman is the only one I can think of that's out of out of the five or six movies I saw this year. That that's 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 like five or six on it, right? I think Doctor Strange <laughs> is number one on my list for this year. <laughs> um, you know, well if
0: you only saw six movies, that, uh, I guess I'll let it pass. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I don't get to get out you know, as much, so it's true. So it's it's kind of hard for you to, to judge. I know one movie that uh, if you want to talk about blunder uh, was the World of Warcraft, yes. um, which was uh, a movie that was adapted to be based off the popular uh, uh, MMO RPG. I guess I'm consider. yeah, MMO RPG, yeah, I'll, I'll um, which is basically. Too. Uh, a big old multiplayer game. So, you know, a lot of people know, a lot of younger people. Yeah, you listeners should understand what World of Warcraft yeah. is. I don't know why I'm telling you. <laughs> but, um, you know, a lot of people saw it. A lot of people didn't like it. Uh, but what's funny is while it blundered it and did awful in domestically in the United States, it made amazing amounts of money over in the Asian countries. Oh, yeah. And so I know they've they've talked that it's probably going to get a sequel because it made so much money. In the Asian cultures, uh, or the Asian countries, so uh, my question is: Will they automatically cater the movie to be set up to be for the Asian, the Asian countries first, or will they still still I guess develop it for do, for domestic release and then just kind of you know translate it? I guess what they did, like they did this past time, for these Asian countries. So that that was something that was very interesting, is it made so much money? Um, I don't have the exact figures, but it had made a ton of money internationally. Um, because of just the Asian countries and their their view on World of Warcraft. Apparently, they really enjoyed oh, it. Yeah. So, who knew? So, I guess to us, that's it's a blunder to them. That it was their biggest hit. Yeah,
1: yeah so. I heard it didn't do well. It was a big flop. And there's a few that I, I can't think of right now. Uh, I do kind of want to see Warcraft, but it wasn't a movie. I was going to go pay you know, 10 know $12 at a, at a theater to go watch. I'll wait till it comes on Netflix. Uh, or TV, and so like I'm interested to see it, uh, but I'm kind of surprised it didn't do well uh, financially because uh, my understanding and I'm, like I don't know the statistics off the top of my head that Warcraft is a huge thing like a lot of people play it here in America, and so I figured they want to go see it because they're they're fans of the game, and they at least they would have made the money off of it, but then got poor ratings. Uh, but that's interesting to know that it did so well in in Asia and stuff. Uh, it hasn't come out yet. Maybe oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was gonna say maybe their movie theaters over there don't cost twelve dollars a ticket. I mean <laughs> that's part of the reason is I, I hate going to the movies because I'm like uh, yeah I need two tickets okay that's thirty six dollars sir and I'm like I need one <laughs> ticket and I'm gonna Facetime my wife in okay yeah that's that's pretty that much how I feel sometimes
1: especially the concessions. Uh, but this, uh, I I think is expected to be a flop. Is the Assassin's Creed movie? know, at this time, it's recording. It hasn't come Ooh. out yet, but it's gonna come out on Christmas Day or around Christmas. Yep. And so it's gonna come out in the next few weeks. And I think it is expected to be another flop. Uh, it, it's hard with
0: video game movies, honestly. You you you're taking a beloved storyline that sometimes doesn't equate. You know, when the game literally is just you running around the entire time by yourself, <laughs> that's kind of hard to put into a storyline. Like, I mean, just think about if they ever made a Metroid Prime movie. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever want to see that just because, uh, I don't know, It's literally the character just runs around by herself nine times out of ten. That's that. No one's going to watch that. I mean, how do you make that into a movie?
1: Yeah. I, well, I, mean, um, I mean, we when we play video games, there is all that space in there where we're doing stuff uh but when you put it into a movie you mm-hmm. can make it out you have your action scenes i can see it be done well but i think our fear of video games turned into movies goes back to mario when they did that what was it 1998 or something uh did you ever see that uh oh, we don't gosh. talk gosh
0: about... no we don't we don't
1: we don't talk that about is... that we, like we... that ruined it for everyone. Ugh. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Look it up. It's it's not even worth mentioning, honestly. Except that uh, as a cautionary tale. Uh, but what I, what I'm excited about this Assassin's Creed movie is that it it takes the concept of the game. You know, if you're not familiar with the game, uh, they can take someone's DNA, trace it back in time, and then the 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 ancestor or not the ancestor, but the uh, oh what's the opposite of ancestor the descendant of of someone uh, mm-hmm. you, they're put in this machine and they can relive the life and actions of their ancestor because it's it, it, and it's this idea that these memories uh, continue down into uh, it's carried yes yeah, yes, yeah, carried or through genetics. the DNA and so they, they take this concept and it's and that's that's the only connection really that and that the Assassin's Creed which is this 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 guild this creed of, of people who uh, fight for justice and and, and try to prevent um, uh, totali- totalitarian control by this other organization called the Templars and um, all this and so but they but I'm excited because they're that that's the only two connections right is as the, the ability to relive. Uh, your ancestors' life through through the Animus, and then um, uh, you, you have the Assassins Creed versus the Templars, and so. Uh, but yeah, it's it's set during the Spanish Inquisition, I believe. Uh, and and so it's not mm-hmm. using yeah. the same character from the video games because uh, that is hard to do. You take three. Uh, yeah, there's three of them. Well. If you count, if you count yeah. the Ezio trilogy, so there's really like five of them. That's using one one character. There, there's there's yeah. so many. It, yeah. Yeah.
0: There was so many games. It's not even funny anymore. Oh, no, I was getting keep to track the point where of, it needs to them.
1: end. Like I loved one, two, um, the Ezio trilogy, and then three, where it ended in the uh, Revolutionary War, and after that, it just it got to be too much. And so so it's it's nice that they're taking another story, they're taking this cool concept, and they're making a whole new story out of it. And so it's, it's going to be cool to see that. Yeah. And it's got oh, Michael wow. Fassbender in it. And he's really done a lot of good movies lately. And he, I think he is a, a talented uh, actor. I mean, he's done uh, Magneto and X-Men. Woo. He did... Uh, he played uh, a psychiatrist. And I can't remember the movie, but it was such a serious, good movie. Um with uh, Keira Knightley in it. It's essentially, he falls in love with his patient, this kind of whole deal. Um, Just.
0: Oh, he also, he, he also did the movie with um, Steve Jobs. He played Steve Jobs and we'll pick uh, one of the renditions of him. Um, Uh, Which one? I didn't that. uh, uh, the rendition of Steve Jobs. I think it was just called Jobs. It was over Steve Jobs and he played Steve Jobs and I thought that was. Michael Fassbender played him. him. Uh, It was, anyway, it was a good movie and all time will tell if that's going that movie is going to flop or go big of course there is one movie um that is coming out soon uh in fact um depending on when this podcast gets released it could be the next day um so i hope all of you guys listen to our podcast and then go see this movie uh obviously i'm talking about star wars uh, Rogue, yeah. hello, Rogue One um, You better go see it If you don't, then you stop listening to our podcast Because you're, you're not But please still all, keep
1: actually, listening to us so. It's okay if you don't <laughs> like Star Wars um, If you're a Star Trek fan, that's yeah. okay if you're, I'm both, if like... I'm one of those um, yeah. I. But I'm excited about Star Wars uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars Or Rogue One, a Star Wars story I forget how they word it uh, But it's, a, it's another Star Wars movie and I think it's going to be cool to see how because uh, this is about them stealing the plans for the Death Star, which leads into Episode Four, A New Hope. Yeah. And so it's going to be kind of cool to see how it plays out. It's um, you know it's not George Lucas doing it, and it's not JJ J. Abrams doing it. Um, I forget who the director is, but it's going to it's going to have such a different look and feel to it than anything we've seen before. Uh, and so I'm, I'm I'm curious to see how well it does
0: my biggest thing and this just goes with any movies I can't stand it with any stories um, the problem is with this movie I love Star Wars I think it's going to be great it probably will succeed it'll go big and I will love the storyline but uh, when a movie if you already know how it's going to end and I technically won't say how it's going to end but if you've seen Star Wars 4 you kind of get that gist already of of how the Rogue One's going to end um, in some regards. You're going to see there's certain aspects of that. Um, and so for any movie that I already know the outcome, you know, for example, Romeo and Juliet, they literally tell you in the first opening uh, monologue or prologue, I guess whatever it's considered, they tell you how it's going to end. And so I feel like well, this is kind of the same dilemma of you're knowing you're knowing going in what you're going to expect and how it's going to end. Uh, which is the problem with a lot of movies when you go from, uh, you know, you have the first movie, you have the third movie, uh, but you don't know, how, you don't have the second movie. The second movie comes out and you understand, okay, well, they got to get to this point and these people are going to have to disappear or whatever. These events have to transpire. And so it's kind of disappointing. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping that I will still enjoy it, um, but we'll just have to see. Uh, I bet you anything that I'll probably, oh, yeah. Thomas, will probably, we'll probably go to see this movie together. Um, since, uh, my wife, wife offered to won't take see it. me to it. So, um,
1: yeah, yeah. My wife is better than your wife. Really? Oh, well, <laughs> Just kidding. I to talk to
0: my, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, don't listen to this podcast anyway. Um, yeah, so we have Star Wars coming out. That's going to be exciting. Um, so a lot of, we had a lot of movies, uh, can't wait for those. Uh, what about video games, Thomas? Was there any video games that you played, you saw, uh,
1: the o- that you want to play? Yeah, the only one uh, that I got. 2016. To, uh, there was a trial on Xbox One recently. Uh, for a 2016 release was Titanfall Two, uh, and it was just a multiplayer. And so I didn't play the first mm-hmm. one yep. at all, and so I, I knew nothing about it. Um, I was kind of sad that the trial was only a weekend, which means you know having a family that I get to, I didn't get to play yep. it much. Uh but I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the graphics. I enjoyed the gameplay. Um, you know, my thing with a lot of like I I miss the original Call of Duty games, you know, World War Two, uh then the Modern Warfare came out and it was it was it was like today's time. Like there was technology but it wasn't this crazy stuff, but everything is coming out futuristic. I'm a huge Halo fan and um and so like I enjoy Halo, but when when Call of Duty and, and Battlefield and all this other stuff tries to be like that, I'm like, I already got a game for that. I need I need something more realistic. And Titanfall Two, yeah, I think Titanfall Two yep. gives you the best no, of both worlds. Right? I mean, you yeah, have new weapons, new futuristic weapons, but the you play almost just like a real human being and then but then you get the huge uh, for, titan the big machine yeah. to fight fighting as well so it, it's kind of the best of both worlds i enjoyed it was a different change from playing star wars battlefield and um or battlefront sorry, star wars battlefront and then halo 5 so it was a good change from those two
0: yeah i, I have to agree you know playing titanfall 2 um I, I actually don't like multiplayer games because the problem is I feel mm-hmm. like it can feel repetitive, it can feel redundant. Um, a lot of times, especially, I don't know where, I used to be really good with multiplayer games, I'm going to say that. but that I have no evidence of that, obviously. But um, but when I play multiplayer games now, I don't have the time to play, so it can be hard to get good at it. And so when you're dying <laughs> 24-7, uh, it's okay, no one new. likes that. Uh, but playing Titanfall, and I got to play Yeah, exactly. I guess (laughs) I've been demoted to noob status again. Uh, um, But playing Titanfall 2 really got to enjoy certain aspects of the game that, usually as a multiplayer, I I don't. Uh, You know, uh, one of the cool things they did specifically with this game, which you haven't played, uh, even when your match ends, so like, let's say your match was, you know, uh, get rid of all the guys on the other team, you know, or capture the flag or whatever you have what's called an epilogue. So you actually ha- if even if you don't win, if you can get to the extraction points, the 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 extraction point which is basically a point where you get picked mm-hmm. up by a big cold jet, if you can get there, then you get some you get some extra points. Now, if you're the team that has won essentially, your job is obviously to, to stop the people from getting there. They don't get to, they don't revive or you blow up the jet, whatever. Your goal is to stop them. And it's kind of cool that there's an there's a bonus effect of after, even though the game has technically ended, you can still earn some extra points. Um, and there's actually a sense of urgency. You, know, you have a timer and stuff like that. So that was kinda cool. And then some of the, the gameplay is, it's really fast, but once I started figuring out how to like yeah. run on the walls and grapple and do all these other things and double jump, it really got really cool because I'm here I am running and I'm, I'm getting points, I'm getting kills in the game. Uh, and it's just fun to all of a sudden I'm actually feel like I can pick it up in it, so it felt actually like I could pick it up pretty quickly, um, and I'm so I'm I'm really excited. That's actually on my list to get. I know another game uh, that was kind of big that I've I've gotten to play uh, was Battlefield One, and i I know Thomas, oh, I tried yeah. to get you into it, mm-hmm. you just haven't had a chance, and hopefully you'll get it for Christmas. Um, but for those of Battlefield One, you know it's kind of a it's based on the war World war war one. Um, Time frame, and you play as different characters. You have multiplayer, but you also have a storyline where you play as these, I think, five or six different people, and you're playing throughout their particular areas, and they're not connected in any way. So, like one of them is like in the African desert, the other one is kind of a pilot or a tank driver, and so forth. And I think it does an absolute fantastic job of showing off the grittiness of World War One. Just how raw everything is. So, like, you know, trenches were were awful places to be in. And then also, you know, here you go. There's one particular mission where you have to go through no man's land. And that's incredibly scary and terrifying because you realize while you're sneaking through your enemy territory and you're trying to get to into the no man's land, you know as soon as you get into no man's land, you're terrified that your own, yeah, I guess, allies are going to shoot you because they don't know who you are. And I'm thinking, like, what would actually have happened back in the day? Like, would you try to sneak through No Man's Land? And just I would be like, no, I'd be, like, going some other way. Like, I don't think I would ever want to go through No Man's Land. Yeah, and and for our listeners
1: who weren't familiar with No Man's Land, that was the space between the trenches of the, uh, I think they were called the Allies at that time as well, and the German forces. So it was this, um, it wasn't, like, I think it was maybe a mile to a couple miles. It wasn't a huge gap but it was a gap where all the crossfire all the bombs everything was happening that if you went in there you had a you had a, you had no chance of living essentially either being shot like ben said by your own uh your own forces or by the enemy forces it was it was oh, terrible yeah. and so most of world war one in europe was fought at a standstill at, at this along these trenches that just covered uh, hundreds of miles uh, in no man's land just it was a standstill of who who would last the longest.
0: It, it was incredible. It's just say the game is awesome. If you get a chance to play it, I would recommend it. Um, graphics are awesome. Uh, literally, if you play the single player campaign, I actually texted Thomas and I said, man, I just about cried because it's so <laughs> uh, overwhelming of like, man, this is, this is a, a realistic sense of, probably what you went through and i don't want to ruin it for anybody but it's just just an awesome awesome game i think it did well um i know another game uh kind of ha- i know i don't think either of us have played it but everyone said um this is a great game and it's gotten great reviews and that's overwatch which for those that don't know overwatch is basically a multiplayer only game um and that you basically, I wouldn't say it's considered a first person shooter, but I guess in, in some ways it is. It's just a shooter uh, that kind of has like fantasy characters per se, and each have their own abilities and do different things. Um, I haven't got to play it, but it's gotten high reviews, and that's a big game that came out. Uh, I don't know. Tell, if there's anything else? I know. I guess it got Battlefield. Or not Battlefield, uh, Call of Duty. Sorry.
1: Oh, yeah, the new Call of Duty game.
0: Yeah. Infinity War, uh, I think that's what it's called, um, which. For those that were here, well, I mean, all of you guys were here. I don't know why I'm asking <laughs> the question unless you're less than one years old. Uh, but when it's funny to me that we have Battlefield 1, which is amazing, and you have Call of Duty, which made, it made its money, obviously. But when it was first announced in 2016, the trailer did so poorly. I mean, everyone hated it. I mean, literally, if you watch Call of Duty uh, Infinity War, it's literally us about going into space and fighting. That's the whole gameplay. It's like literally they took the skins and they're like, all right, let's make this futuristic. Uh, I'm going to give them a spaceman suit. All right, awesome. How can we make this better? Uh, Let's let them play in space, sir. And that's literally what they did. And that's all it is, is you're fighting in space, which I guess could be cool. It's still on my list because it's obviously Call of Duty. Uh, More importantly, I want the remastered Call of Duty 4 game, which for those that have played Call of Duty 4, that was the original Infinity not Infinity War. Was it Infinity War? Not Infinity Advanced War. Advanced Warfare. Um, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. No wait, Sorry. Which, which one was it? Uh, Call of Duty Four was Modern Warfare. 1. Okay. The, okay. Yeah. Which the only way you can get it is if you buy the Call of Duty Infinity War, Infinity Warfare, whatever oh, yeah. it is, the new one. Yeah. And so that's why I only reason I want to get it. So don't hate me, uh, but so I guess if you said that was a blunder. I guess in some ways you can call it a blunder of a game I don't know I don't know it's anything I don't know do you play anything else Thomas i I don't know I don't think I play um, it.
1: rocket League yeah well I play that some I guess with you but uh that's a fun game cars soccer ball it's a fun like party game to me um uh, yeah. I like, get some friends together let's play it for a little bit but it's not a game that I'm really into uh, yeah the only new game I got to play at all was Titanfall two uh you know, Battle uh, Star Wars Battlefront. You know, they have their releases of add-ons throughout the year. Uh, Destiny has some of their their uh, stuff and whatnot, and so uh, and then Halo. Halo's been Pokemon. You know, oh, po- the Pokemon Go app.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a game, yeah. people. Uh, you hate you hate to admit it, but it is. Yeah.
1: My wife thought I was stupid getting so excited for it. I'm like it's the childhood dream I it. that I get to be a uh, Pokemon trainer, um, although I didn't like it. You caught them and you didn't really do much with them. Like you go to the gyms and stuff, uh, but it was I didn't I don't go anywhere much, so I didn't really get to play it much, and I ended up deleting it after like a few weeks.
0: I remember two quick facts about that, um, so I know we're, we're pressed on time, but. You know, I played that game on my honeymoon, first off, which was awesome. <laughs> um, uh, even though my my wife was like, uh, you're playing Pokemon Go? And I'm like, yeah, it's Jamaica. I'm going to oh, play yeah. it here. I just caught a, uh, you know, squirtle on the beach. <laughs> Hello? Like, yeah. Um, uh, but the other fan fact was, you know, I don't know if you know this, Thomas, but on my night before my wedding... Um, one of the groomsmen went with me and we drove around my hometown or not my hometown, but the town I live in, we drove around all over till 3 a.m. the night (laughs) before my wedding playing Pokemon go. Like that was our idea for fun. Um, Yeah. We're, we're real partiers up here. Um, No, we literally had no idea what we wanted to do. And that was the best option. So we played Pokemon go. I would have gone
1: with you guys, but you know, I was just getting back from camp with my students. And so I wanted to spend time with my family. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Ex- excuses 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 um so I no i was jealous because y'all caught some cool stuff we did get some cool stuff so the next thing talk about 2016 uh obviously this is another aspect is obviously tv shows or shows on netflix uh there's a lot of good things i had what a lot of stuff come out i know from marvel including um luke cage came out uh, there should, oh yeah, there should have been. I thought there was another one. I guess there wasn't.
1: Was uh, Jessica Jones this year, or was that 2015? I think Jessica Jones was 2015, but you had
0: Deadpool season two. Not Deadpool, uh, Deadpool was a movie. Uh, but you Daredevil. Had, Daredevil, that's what it was. That came out. Yeah,
1: Daredevil season two came out.
0: So yeah, a lot of good things. Yeah, a lot of new things too. Uh, we had a new show uh, on Netflix called Stranger Things, which if you are sci-fi slash suspense slash it's not really horror. It's just suspense. Suspense sci-fi, uh, interesting show. Uh, definitely, uh, I know I watched it. It was uh, basically kept me thinking of what's this going to be, what's around the corner. Um, definitely different. Had a very eighties vibe to it. They nailed that perfectly. Um, yeah. I remember trying to get my wife my wife to watch it, and like the opening intro is kind of a little bit scary. You know, it's just <laughs> suspenseful, and she's like, "I'm done. I'm not watching this." So. Uh, now she's paying me back by making me watch Gilmore Girls. So, I mean that's also oh, a new yeah. show. Yay, everybody.
1: Well, uh, kind of a reunion season type deal, but yeah, that came out on Netflix. What too. what? The Gilmore Girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that came out. not a new show, but they 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 brought it back on Netflix after a 10-year hiatus or something. And I don't so, I don't want to yeah, actually that
0: was... answer that cuz if I answer that, then I'll Prove that I know more knowledge about it than I really should, so I'm not going to answer it. How long years?
1: But yeah, I mean, whatever it is, my sisters used to watch it. So, uh, but yeah, that they released their uh, new season of that. To Stranger Things was good. I, I really enjoyed it. Like you said, the '80s vibe, especially with the opening credits, that music, that the their title, everything, just the font of it was it was really cool. I like that it was uh, the main characters were children, right? Yeah. This isn't just some kids show either. Like, I think it's okay for family somewhat. There's some there's some content in there that uh, is better for at least teenagers. I mean, it, it is scary. Uh, you know, there's interdimensional demons or monsters, whatever they call it. And the, so, uh, I mean, it it's was just, scary. It's just a
0: monster it, per se. But, right, yeah from, I would, yeah,
1: from another dimension is the is the point. Um, yeah, yeah. When well, I don't mean like demon, like we're, we're getting religious with it, but uh, but yeah, it was a monster from another dimension. So it's it's scary. Like I wouldn't let my little kid watch it. Uh, but it, it was cool that the main characters were kids, and it showed that I mean kids were capable of this. They're they're capable of figuring out what happened to their friend. They're capable of uh, standing to monsters, standing up to adults. Uh, getting adults to help them you know it wasn't yeah. just the adults doing it all and so they figured this all out and, and just the bond of friendship and stuff so it was a really cool movie i'm excited about season two coming out in 2017
0: it it really proved that that kids can actually do a good job acting and not mm-hmm. just in a comical sense like they did a really like i was really impressed for the acting of, of all the characters and oh I'm yeah really excited it wasn't cheesy no it wasn't it, it wasn't at all Um, Mm You know, I know a couple of other shows one we just talked about last week was Timeless uh, or not last week sorry, our last episode yeah, um, yeah, we talked about that Uh, Timeless uh, it's a new show, it's sci-fi it's about time travel which if you haven't listened to the last month's episode go listen to it, it's about time travel we'll plug you in, get all the details we'll let you know what's what about (laughs) how you actually can time travel uh, and the ethics on that or uh, what else Thomas what else was in 2016 that you show
1: wise well, my, my two favorite ones I remember for sure that came out this fall were um, this is us and designated survivor you know this is mm. us is it's a really good family show uh, the, the premise of it is that this this couple uh, has triplets they end up adopting you know hopefully I'm not giving any, too many spoilers Uh but they end up adopting this uh black kid or a black child or african american uh child to to be with their family and so you're seeing this white family with this with this black kid and you're seeing them uh as parents in the 70s, 80s learning how to to raise and and take care of this child who knows he's different and then but loving him and encouraging him and helping him uh, both from his background and you know he's he's smarter Like he has to go to a private school uh, uh, because he's just too smart for the public school uh, where they're at. And so he's smarter than his his brother and sister. And and so learning how to just just seeing how different he is in in, in every aspect from his family and learning to deal with that, um, you know, finding his biological father as an adult it's cool that this show. Uh, takes a lot of different aspects. I mean, it, This Is Us, I, I read somewhere that, you know, most shows, we watch them and we we romanticize. You know, that that's the family we want to be. That's that's who we want to be like. But This Is Us is, is kind of like looking in a mirror. Like, this is so real that I can relate to this in some aspect, you know. Yeah. I can't no, relate I to agree. adopting a child, but I can relate to loving my wife, you know, when I realize I'm not being the best husband that i can do better being a good father what you know my son's only seven months old right now but uh you know what am i teaching him what what am i showing him you know what are the things i need to be doing and so this is us that we can all in some way look in the mirror and say this is us so i think it's a really cool uh good drama good and i say drama as the as the genre it's not but um a good story good de- good development it draws you in and it's enjoyable it's it's heartfelt and so any thoughts on that uh
0: obviously uh i would agree this is this is definitely a show that um it's is very family oriented uh the first episode is the only one that like you're like oh it's kind of an opening opening scene's kind of a little bit a little bit much but other than that um the whole show is very i wouldn't say wholesome but it was it was very realistic in the sense of what families yeah. are and how they're reacting. And, um, it definitely pulls on, on strings and, you know, it, it's usually you're as one character you you can relate to, or maybe multiple characters. There's multiple things mm-hmm. like, you know, how you're working through as a family. And, uh, definitely I, I give the show a, a go. Um, it, I definitely, uh, what to see what they can do with that show in the next couple upcoming seasons. I'm sure they're going to renew it. Um, yeah, it's a good show. I, I thoroughly enjoy. It. I think NBC's had a lot of, a lot of hits. Yeah, um, they they have timeless. They have This Is Us. There was another show I thought they had that they recently did. I know, and as Thomas said, we have Designated Survivor, which is kind of a good uh, fiction show. It's about um, basically there's a designated survivor, which is they take a uh, staff a member of the staff, you know, president's staff member, and um, uh, are, yeah, is it staff member or is it being well, considered? Well, it um.
1: For this he was a cabinet member, so yes, he was a staff member. Yeah, get- and so what happens, um, and this is a real thing, is that every time uh you know, for you know our government, if the president is killed, you know, assassinated, killed in an accident, whatever, the vice president becomes a president. Uh, and there's a line of secession. And so um so it's a vice president I forget the whole line, but it, it comes down to cabinet members as well. So when when Congress is together, when there's a um, State of the Union, when everyone, you know, the, all of the executive and judicial and uh, legislative branches come together, uh, they usually leave someone off site in a safe place in case there is something happens like a terror a terror attack and it kills everyone. Yep. That there is at least someone left in the government to to step in and, and help lead the people through this time of crisis and that's what happens yep. is that uh there's a designated survivor during the state of the union uh address and then uh terrorist attack uh destroys the um the capitol building is that right yeah the capitol building and um mm-hmm. and so this cabinet member has to step in as a role of the president to lead the people through uh this crisis to lead yep. them through um, finding out who did it, attacking the people, you know that kind of st- stuff. And so, I like it because it's it's, it's it, good. It's very it's very emotional on a lot of things. I mean, for um, they mention it some, but for a lot of us, we uh, we remember nine eleven, you know, the the attack on the twin towers. And so this kind of reminds us of that and what happened. Now we didn't lose ninety percent of our government, but it was a huge ordeal and, and, and everything.
0: It's, it's definitely a good show. I think they have they have, they have a decent and an original storyline. The writing could be a little bit more desired. Obviously, some of the dialogue is kind of like, really? Like, that's what you're going to say? I don't know. It's an interesting show. I, I, I give it. It's an interesting new thing for 2016. Um, but let's go ahead and move on. I know we're, we're, we're kind of pressed for time. Um, so we'll kind of go through some of these last categories. I know, uh, Thomas, uh, I'll defer to you on this one. Uh, books, you know, obviously I don't, I didn't read, I mean, I read <laughs> books, but I didn't read any 2016 books. Um, obviously I think it's kind of hard to actually find a book that's published in your same year because usually it doesn't get popular until the next year right. or later on the year, unless it's a series yeah. of books. So I don't know if there's something you read. Uh, no, I'm still catching up on you... some of
1: the popular books. Uh, like the Song of Fire and Eye series, the Game of Thrones, uh, which has been out yep. yeah. years. So unless you're following a se- an author or a series already, you kind of, like, like you said, Ben, you do miss new releases. Um, the only one that I know of... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, ...that I haven't had a chance to read yet was um, Harry Potter and... Uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. It was... Um, it has to do with Harry's descendants. Um, so it's after Harry Potter and, and the Deathly Hallows. Uh, but it's not, it's not a book in the, in the sense we think of it as it was a, uh, a play if I'm using the right term for it. And so it was, it was kind of mm-hmm. adapted mm-hmm. from the play, uh, produced as a book for people to read. Um, uh, that's another one on my Christmas list. I look forward to reading it. I've heard good things. Uh, but that's the only book that I know of, um, out of 2016 in and it was very popular
0: yeah you know speaking of 2016 um kind of moving rolling into the next thing uh who's uh we had pretty big changes to multiple governments around the world including our own uh for those who live in united kingdom and europe you had brexit congratulations um and we all thought that was crazy, and then America literally was like, here, watch this, and we nominated uh, or uh, uh, elected Donald Trump, which was pretty crazy in itself. Um, both crazy.
1: Yeah, I don't well, say it's a bad thing. The nominations. I know if you want to hear more our, our thoughts on the president, the American presidential elections, uh, go back to listen to episode one, but just the whole thing, since you mentioned crazy, the nominations themselves were kind of like, okay, yeah. really? This is what we got. Yeah. Um and for those of you who are not familiar with Brexit, that was uh Great Britain leaving the European uh, European European Union. Sorry, I'll get it out. <laughs> um, which has a lot of implications on economy and travel and this other stuff. Um but the people said they, they wanted to be their own country. They don't want others saying having a lot of saying what they do. Uh, and a lot of the, I say a lot of the people, enough of the people, I mean, they voted, uh, decided that they could do better on their own than than being part of the EU. And of course, we elected Donald Trump. And so I'm curious to see how that's going to work out. And uh, I'll just say this on the American election is that no matter who was elected, I know Donald Trump is elected, uh, it's not the end of the world. Oh, yeah.
0: I can put, yeah. I mean,
1: it, it's okay. You're unhappy that you're, um, your nominee, your party didn't win. I get it. It's okay to be upset. That's what happens. But um, uh, be a big boy, be a big girl about it. There, there'll be a, a, an election in in four more years that we can change things if we want.
0: It, it's definitely it was crazy, um, but I think you know we're we're here. We're gonna move through it, and we're gonna go past it. You know, I know a couple big things we had this year as well. Um, we had a lot of celebrity deaths. Uh, I'm not going to try to name all of them. You know, we, we had... Uh, uh, I know one off the top of my head was Leonard Nimoy, um, you know, who played Spock in the original Star Trek series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the the character or the person... Um, uh, I know... Uh, not that I, I really watched this, but um, who's the guy who played Snape on Harry Potter?
1: Um, oh, um, if you hadn't asked me about him... Uh, he... He he also did a movie called Galaxy Quest, which was just
0: kind of a, a, a fun, I guess, uh, a, f, a, f, a fun poke at Star Trek series and Star Wars, kind of more Star Trek. But I can't think of the actor's name. Um, it's, yeah, uh, it's pretty... um,
1: Alan Rickman.
0: Yes, Alan Rickman died this year. And, and just quite a few interesting people who died, and uh, it definitely has you know... I think a lot of sci-fi people have died. And so that's just been different. Um, so a lot of people are, are blaming 2016 for being a bad year, which, you know, Thomas, in this last year, or in this last kind of few minutes here, you know, what is your, your kind of your thoughts or anything else you could think of um, on 2016? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you you wish we could go back and redo it? You know, go back to our
1: time travel episode. We'll, we'll redo 2016. <laughs> Um, what's your thoughts? Um, personally, this has been a great year for me. Like I said, my son was born, um, that trumps anything else, uh, pun unattended. Um, you (laughs) know, and so. (laughs) Is that uh, a dad joke? Is that your dad joke? That's my dad joke for the night. Um, so no matter, I mean, Alan Rickman, Leonard Nimoy, I mean, those were two big actors in my life. That will be uh, sorely missed uh, in the coming years. Uh, The election wasn't the way I went for it. Um, I'll I'll admit it. I voted for uh, Gary Johnson because I I felt the Libertarian Party could do better for us, especially with our nominations. So I was a little bummed, but, you know, Trump is close enough to what I want. Um, He's going to be controlled by the other branches. He's going to be controlled by the people that is the role of the president to represent the people. So it's going to be okay. Um, wasn't my, my outcome. Um, I thought it was a great year for, for movies again. Uh, you know, Marvel is keeping it rolling, DC is trying to make a comeback. Uh, hopefully, they'll, they'll get their stuff together and keep up with Marvel. Uh, I love both equally, but Marvel's doing better in the cinematic universe so far. Uh, overall, I'd say it's a good year i mean it's it's another year uh no I don't think there's any reason to i mean we've seen a lot of tragics there's a lot of terror attacks there were uh we we've seen a lot of rioting in America and so I mean uh my heart breaks for all that and hopefully we can uh come together as a nation and then we can come together as as uh as a world and to one help prevent help fight terrorism and and just help prevent some of these atrocities uh that are going around but overall it was a good year i'd say
0: yeah i i, I would say the same you know i don't want to ever change anything per se uh, i know a lot of people have hate they think 2016 year was a 2016 was a bad year um and, and in some ways yeah there wasn't a, there wasn't all these good things but Um, I mean, there's a lot of cards that were dealt this way, and I'm okay with that. You know, I got married, so I'm not going to change that. Um, It's a lot, to me, it's been a good year. I'm right there with you. So I I think keep it the way it is. And and besides, we have a lot to look forward to in 2017. Um, A lot of interesting things, you know, obviously, if we're going to talk about the president, which some people say that's a bad thing, but, you know, I I do want to see how it plays out. Um, And we do have a lot of, you know, as far as movies and games, we have a lot of things coming out in 2017. Um, But there's much more than just that. Um, But I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. Ready for 2017 to be here. Um, Yeah,
1: I'm excited about you know this year is a Star Wars movie two years in a row. Uh, Next year will be three years in a row. So that hasn't happened ever in the first place. But you know after I think 2006 was the last time a Star Wars movie came out. So. Um, you know, before before episode eight, I mean episode seven, and so I'm excited about another Star Wars movie. Uh, I'm a huge nerd about that, and then uh, Marvel's got some good movies coming out. They're they're keeping it rolling. They've got a you know 10 year plan, 20 year plan, I think even now, and so that's exciting to see. So it's definitely going to be a good year for movies in 2017. I'm looking forward to that. It is. Well, guys, this is all the time we have for our episode. So, uh, first off, thanks
0: again for, for listening to the Average Smart Smart Guys podcast. Um, if you haven't subscribed, please do. Uh, we love to let you guys listen to every, every month when we release an episode. Um, you guys could hear it. We we're the first ones to know about it. And if you haven't got to check out our website, uh, go ahead and do that. That was, once again, averagesmartguys.wordpress.com. Um, go there. Uh, you can see all of our blog posts, so it's kind of limited, but we'll have all of our podcasts there. Also, if you have any comments on episode ideas, you know, maybe, or an episode that we just had, leave us a comment. Let us know, let us know what you like, what you don't like. That way we can, uh, definitely take care and prepare for the future. I know we have a lot of stuff we're kind of prepping on planning. Um, we're getting, we're all, we're all kind of new at this, um, uh, but we're definitely excited to see what the future holds. Uh, Uh, My name is Ben. I'm signing off for the 2016 year. I hope you guys have a great one.
1: All right, and this is Thomas signing off also. Remember to live long and prosper.